world-famous racetrack at Brooklands houses two of the most important aircraft plants in Britain. Vickers is at the forefront of developing Britain's new bomber force, whilst the Hawker plant leads the way in fighter production. But one must not forget the workers of these immense factories. Vickers was well known here. It was well known as a, a family company, but not well known as perhaps the place one would want to work. And there was a saying in those days that the wages of sin were a curse and the wages of vicars were a bloody tight work. <laughs> I went to do office work, but no good spurning, no good at <laughs> And I started poking around the engines and the fellows and men that I was in the office with, they encouraged me to do that. Were we happy workers? Yes. We all got on with our job. It was an experience, wasn't it? I enjoyed working. The uh, discipline in the shops was such that uh, you kept working and the foreman was walking around and as he did on one time catch me singing and I was working as hard as the clappers and I was singing away and he told me the next time he caught me singing I'd be out the door, you see. Don't know why, I suppose I was disturbing other people. But one of my things, I was on a, a capstan lathe at one time and uh, I tried every day to beat the record of the day before and make two or three more parts, you see. So I was always, I was called tear-ass by the, the older blokes. Some of the old boys took a look at you and said, you're working too hard, you don't need to do that. And I said, oh, that's good fun to do that. The war years, to me, seemed part of a dream, really, because it was so unreal. You, you led a very unreal life. Some of the greatest fun I had, and it really was fun, was when we joined the Home Guard, or Dad's Army, there was a battalion formed at Vickers. But you still, still had very tight disciplines. You had to work Saturday, or Sunday and sometimes both, I, you know, it just varied. And we were given one week. Well, the first year of the war, we weren't given any holiday at all. The second year, we were given one week. Because we were all together, weren't we? Or there was a war being fought at the time. So we, we all got on together. I wasn't treated any different because I was a girl doing the work, you know. I was just accepted. And it was that lovely summer which was just as well, and we used to sit out with our picnic lunches watching the Battle of Britain and all that, and I remember on one occasion an aircraft, a hurricane I think it was, dived in only about a half a mile from where we were. People were so friendly during the you, you take some tragedy like that, it was the best of people. We're weird nations. Pull, pulls everyone together, doesn't it? Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Bulletin on Wednesday the 4th of September 1940. 
German air attacks continue to pound southern England, with the Luftwaffe concentrating on factories and other strategic targets. The Air Ministry today warned workers to stay vigilant for enemy planes and to immediately make their way to designated shelters. And we actually saw during the lunchtime break the aircraft coming in out of the sun over there and the bombs coming out of them. So we knew something terrible had happened. With little or no warning, I think the air raid sirens went after the first bomb had hit and there was sort of a string of bombs dropped across and hit the factory. I'd left the millwrights. I looked up in the air and I saw some silver planes coming. I said to Harold, I said, cool, don't they look nice? Lovely sunny day. He said, lay down, lay down. So I did. It was terrible. It was really, because many got killed, didn't they? I rushed out because it was absolute chaos, as one can imagine. And in those circumstances, if anyone had said to me, what would you do if a bomb dropped? I couldn't answer them. What you do is, is purely something that just happens at that point in time. You can't explain why. I rushed out and came down to where we kept the transport vehicles. Miraculously, I bumped into the chap who was my gunner, and then we picked up a young girl. She couldn't have been any more than 16, who was a first aid girl. And we were among the first to take casualties down to Weybridge Hospital. Uh, it was a glorious September day, and just for the record, I began to get a bit frightened because it was within two or three days of my birthday. Um, the year before war was declared within three days of my birthday. And now the works was hit within sort of three days of my birthday. And I suddenly thought, goodness me, what's going to happen on the next birthday? September 1940. Reports are coming in of a heavy bombing attack that occurred at lunchtime today on the Vickers aircraft plant at Brooklands Racetrack. Early indications suggest that a number of the factory workforce have been killed and wounded in the attack. The workforce, however, remains resolute in the face of tragedy and more determined than ever to produce the tools needed to defeat the Nazis. My dad was head of the rescue squad and he came home that night very upset because we had a a young girl at the top of our road. Her brother had just been killed in the RAF, and she got most beautiful, dark ginger hair. It was down here. Oh, what beautiful red head she was. Everybody admired it. And my dad was the first one to see her. She was glass that came through the roof, cut her straight in half. But I stood around there with my mate and uh, I saw them bringing out the bodies and, and whatever and then uh, you had dust carts, uh, lorries, you name it and they put the bo their bodies in to take them away. It shook us over yeah. there. Uh, it, was, uh, it was unreal and yeah. it took to us in lots of ways. I think there's only two of us turned up for work the day after the bombing. There was only Peggy and I in the windshop that went back. So there was two of us out of about 100 women. It was my dad made my sister and I go back. Because <laughs> my dad said, you've got five brothers in the army, get in there. Had to do as my dad told me. 
Saturday the 21st of September 1940. Here is the news. The Hawker aircraft plant at Brooklyn's racetrack was saved from disaster today by the brave efforts of Canadian Lieutenant John Patton of the Royal Engineers. A lone German aircraft dropped three bombs on the factory, of which two failed to explode. Patton and his comrades acted swiftly and at great risk to their own safety to drag the bombs away from the factory and onto the adjacent grass airfield, where their detonation could cause no material... I can remember seeing Hawkers being bombed. It was a, a lone J-88 came in. My brother used a spotter, and it was very, very foggy, and they saw this Wimpy come in, and another aircraft behind it didn't know it was a Junkers 88, and he dropped a bomb, and it went into the paint shop of Hawkers, and went straight along the, the Hawkers floor, the, the paint shop floor, and buried itself in the perimeter of the, the Brooklyn's track into the sand and oh. never exploded. It went straight to the wall, straight away along, knocked everything aside, and it never exploded. We had Canadians there then doing the air defence. These Canadian boys, they got a jeep, a length cable, sheet of corrugated iron, punched a hole in the corrugated iron, tied this cable onto it, rolled the bombs onto the sheet of corrugated iron. One got in the jeep and uh, the other one sat on the bombs to hold one was corrugated iron while they to towed them out onto the aerodrome uh, where they could do no damage when they, when they blew up. 